We're so we're so lucky to have world famous comedian Olivia here with us tonight. Um, I just want to say that somebody put the Seinfeld music behind my stand up routine, and I found that to be the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. That was um, great. I, I did that. <laughs> I'm glad you liked that. I thought that was hilarious. I'm sorry, I'm completely off topic. Um, this is to hide my real answer of that, like, I'm like a regular grown-up, and I don't know how oh. to... I know, I know, and that's like a disappointing answer to so many, like, Kid Nation fans. I think they think we're all, like, either rocket scientists or, like, Britney Spears wannabes now, and only some of us turned out that way, so... <laughs> I wasn't one of them, unfortunately. Um, I, you know, have a regular job and, uh, you know, wrote a book, and that was, that was the whole nine yards. I am a regular grown-up boo mm. <laughs> boo that's that's fine i think most of us are begrudgingly regular grown-ups right now <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it grown-ups that can't go anywhere do some anything. of us don't have jobs i will say <laughs> as, as someone as someone who used to do stand-up that was pretty good like i've never <laughs> especially like a, a, a captive audience is like hard to win over but that was that was ex- that, extremely well for a first a first attempt for any attempt. oh yeah I've seen professionals get booed. So that's hilarious. Um, have, I will have say, have you pursued stand-up comedy at all since then? <laughs> no, 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 no. That was uh, that was my my one-time gig. Although I don't know, you know, I say this now, and I'm gonna jinx myself, and people are gonna want me to do it again. Um, <laughs> no, never I will let say, anyone find out. They will was, ask you to do stand-up. It was a lot easier to make people laugh when um, you are literally basically just roasting everybody, um, yeah. which is pretty much what I did. I roasted several of the kids, but they actually cut most of my routine out because I was roasting the producers so hard. Rules. <laughs> and they got mad at me for talking about the producers on camera, which we weren't supposed to do. We were supposed to pretend there were no adults there. So, right. uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's such what? a power move. Honestly, that's the approach I take on this podcast, too. I'm just like, if I say things that are mean, eventually they will be funny. The people keeping us alive suck. Here's why. (laughs) So even if, uh, I mean, did you have an interest in, you know, I don't know what exposure you had to comedy back at that time in your life, but what made you look at the sign-up sheet for the talent show and go, you know what? Stand-up comedy. I'll do it. (laughs) Honestly, um... My experience with comedy up to that point had been uh, occasionally watching an episode of Friends with my mom and the Disney Channel. So um, honestly, (laughs) shook that it turned out like even half as well as it did. Um, But yeah, it wasn't like I had uh, premeditated this. I had been a really (laughs) shy kid before I left. um, And I thought, you know what? I'm going to come out of my shell and what better way to do it? Um, yeah, you know, then that was it was awesome. Do something risky. Mm-hmm. Did you roast Jonathan? Because that's what all we do is roast Jonathan. We have so many Jonathan. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, honestly, I was not the only one though. Like 
the entire time we were on set, we all roasted Jonathan constantly. No. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. You have to kind of tell us a little bit more. Like, what yeah. do you mean you roasted Jonathan? What about yeah, so, him were the kids making fun of him? He's right. like Bigfoot on the show. We just know nothing about him. <laughs> yes. I mean, let's just let's just be honest right now. Like, I've obviously seen the show as an adult, and his lines were just wildly cringy watching back as an adult so the fact that we recognize that as children is hilarious to me like the writing of this show is so bad that children think it's bad um so that was part of it the other thing is that um the thing that you guys don't see is that jonathan would repeat his lines over and over again and do tons of takes of them and we just have to stand there and pretend like it was the first time that we had heard it or else they'd make us do it over again so like if he said like the 20 $20,000 $20,000 gold star. And we'd all have to act shocked. Like we hadn't seen this every day, like five times a day. I'm like, yeah, we get it, man. But the, the producers are like, the producers are like, come on guys, play along. Like, come on. You, we're going to oh have to gosh. do it again. If you can't do the Jeez. take right. You're all just like rolling your eyes and just mouthing literally. Yes. <laughs> yes. We knew all of his lines by the end of it. Oh my God. That oh my explains God. Mike face. This is a phenomenon of, of whenever whenever anything is revealed, Mike goes and this big over the top. Yeah. It was probably like the thirtieth time he did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like half of the reactions on there are us being like, "Okay, you want you want us to react? We're gonna do it, but yeah. we're gonna do it in a ridiculous way that no one's gonna believe." And then How? everyone bought it. I mean, yeah. Yeah. what a joke on the producer's part! Like, man, everybody bought it. Yeah, what I, I, I'm. I'm surprised that Jonathan had trouble with his lines because most of the time he he says the same thing every episode. Pioneers gather up. It's over. Back to your bunks. Like (laughs) you you, you weren't off book, Jonathan. Yeah. It's not brain surgery. It's it's not. Who's homesick? (laughs) Oh God. Well, so I'm sure you've noticed, uh, and you're, I mean, you're capitalizing on it with this book, but the show has gotten like, is it a weird renaissance i would say in 2020 what do you think is like causing that right now yeah so it was so funny because when the big funny or die video came out that kind of launched some of this coming back Mm -hmm. um a lot of us just kind of shared it around with each other and thought like oh this is hilarious um they Mm -hmm. describe in that video um kid nation as being like a dystopian hellscape of children and i'm like (laughs) honestly that's the most accurate representation of that show i've ever heard in my life i'm gonna start telling people that when they ask me Mm -hmm. what the show was about um but after that and then john trend did a video and everyone suddenly was interested in kid nation again and all of us who are on the cast are just kind of looking at each other like what is happening here? Like Why? this was like the most embarrassing thing about all of us, and all of you guys are like suddenly into this again. Of course, any of us who were like awkward middle school age back mm. then were kind of like mortified that this is coming back. I'm like, yeah. oh good, I get to relive my awkward stage for the twenty seven thousandth right. time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like everybody could be Alex with his one tooth and adorable. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mallory. Yeah. My sister Mallory doesn't really care when it comes back around because she was eight and she had no idea what was going on and she was adorable. And yeah, she's just I'm like, you're making a fool I'm in out New of Mexico. I'm in New Mexico. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, how, how were you and Mallory cast on the show together? Just out of curiosity, did you both, both audition together and they were just like, we love your dynamics? Yeah. Were or, you a package uh, deal? Was it two of you in a trench coat? <laughs> <laughs> you got a uh, that would have been a much better story. 
Um, oh my goodness. So um, we initially did audition together. Um, they had actually originally talked about doing tons of sibling pairs on the show. Oh, um, wow. And there were a lot of sibling pairs during auditions. We weren't allowed to talk to the other kids whenever we saw, like, went to one of these auditions. We weren't allowed to talk to the other kids because they didn't want us to meet each other off camera or anything in case we ended up on the show. Oh, gotcha. um, so, But we would see, like, multiple kids from almost every family. Um, oh. And what Mallory and I did was we kind of auditioned thinking you know there's no way they're gonna pick us we're like the most normal midwestern people like we're so boring why would they pick us <laughs> and my mom was like this will be a good experience for you guys to get to see how a tv show auditions and like we'll be here for you when you don't get on it and like she would say <laughs> wrong and, <laughs> and she was mom. mad at me for even saying that but she's just a realistic person like i'm like yeah. you know as an adult i would probably do that too um, yeah. and then we ended up on the show and she was like, oh crap. Um, so <laughs> they, um, they actually asked my dad at one point, they were like, so if we decide to take one of your girls, but not both of them, would that be okay? Like, would you let just one of them come onto the show? And he marched up to this dude and he's so proud of this. He's like, no, we, you're going to take, you would be lucky to have either girl. So you will take both of them or you will take no one. That's amazing. And, uh, they took both of us. Now I will full say, stage mom. yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Um, now I will say the uh, the kid who was apparently number forty one, the last kid who was cut, was actually Jimmy's older sister. Wow. It was either going to be Mallory and I or Jimmy and his sister. And apparently, when asked that question, they were like, "Yep, you can take whichever one you want." So oh my God. <laughs> the it wrong choice. It was like a King Solomon. Yeah, ask them both to cut it in half. And yeah, then the person who gets the most upset. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Oh, it's the rightful owner. How many Poor times Jimmy. do I have to tell you to stay out of my territory, Will? <laughs> Sorry. Oh we god. felt so bad when Jimmy left. It was like, oh crap. <laughs> That's our fault. Right, a little bit. I was like, oh, we did that. Oh, oh my god! Fully, my sister were here. <laughs> so, do you have any other siblings, or is it just you and Mallory? Yeah, um, I, we do have a brother, and it cracks me up because somebody once asked me, like, oh, did your brother audition for the show? And my brother was three at the time, so I was like, uh, no. <laughs> that would have been interesting like, television. To be um, cool. Honestly, like, let's be real here. If, if they had let my brother audition for the show, I think the producers would have called Child Protective Services. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just seeing this three-year-old kid competing in the showdown where he's got to, like, take a slingshot and hit a balloon. Right. Yeah. Carrying the oil Derrick. Yeah. Yeah. Jumping yeah. beans. Um, he, could not beans. Put on, he could not put on his Velcro shoes but when we left for the show, so I'm going to take a wild guess and say he would not have been the best contestant. <laughs> or the best. He would, have, like, he would have been much more mature than Mike, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, what do you got against Mike, man? Yeah, no, see, no, honestly, we love, we love Mike. Mike is my favorite redemption arc in the show. So yeah. he comes in and he is an asshole, but he gets totally <laughs> humbled. And yeah, we talk about it a, a whole lot because that is that's good storytelling right there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, Mike has the best character arc in fiction. Truly Shakespearean. Yeah. Uh, how did you guys actually get the audition in the first place? Like, how did you even find out about the, the that the audition was happening? Yeah, so it was kind of a weird thing. My dad tried out for Survivor, 
Um, Ooh, very cool. Like, Yo! Yeah, my dad tried out for Survivor, and in his audition tape, yes, tape, because this was 2007. <laughs> yeah. Um, in that, he talked about his kids, and CBS, like, literally a couple days after he sent it in, called him, and he's thinking, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get on Survivor. And then yeah. they were like, <laughs> they were like, really interested in you but your kids sound really interesting um and that was really the beginning of it um oh my god i'd be gutted that's kind of creepy honestly (laughs) they honestly they went to some serious lengths to find all the kids that they found like there were some of them that they like stalked different camps to try to find certain kids they would go into certain like school districts and activities that were like popular and all kinds of stuff. They were looking for different kinds of kids. That's crazy though. I mean, I can't imagine your dad, the look on your dad's face where he's holding the phone and he turns to you and says, uh, it's for you. (laughs) Right. Right. Because he knew for one, for one second, you knew there was one moment where he's like, my kids are going to be on survivor. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's so good. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. So it's bad. I mean, we basically were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kid Survivor. Survivor Kid Junior. Survivor. So, you know, like we mentioned, you've got a book coming out. What is it? September 2nd, Stronger yep. Than You Think. Awesome. Uh, did Woo-hoo! you start writing this before that resurgence or after? Yeah, so I started writing that book as literally a school project, I kid you not, in 2016. Yeah, it was, um, so I have an English degree, and it was um, basically the English seniors at the school that I went to all write a book. Um, And so I was like, okay, you know what? I think I've got a pretty weird story to tell. I don't think anybody (laughs) else has got this one. So I'm going to use this. And uh, at the time, it was like 50,000 words, which is not really long enough to be a real book. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was good enough for a school project. So, you know, 10 out of 10. (laughs) Um, And from there, it kind of evolved into what it is now. Um, And obviously, the timing just worked out really well for me. Yeah, no kidding. Absolutely. It just took a long time to get it all done. And Mm -hmm. This worked out really well for me. Yeah, it's awesome. How would you describe the book? Is this like a just kind of retelling of your time on the show with some behind the scenes um, like takes? Or is, is, is it a total takedown of Jonathan? Just kind of curious what the content <laughs> of the book is. Cancel Jonathan. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Um, maybe that'll be the sequel. <laughs> Taking down Jonathan. Um, the Jonathan Karsh Files. <laughs> So the book is, um, I think the best way to explain it is it's split into three parts. So the beginning part is how we got onto the show and what the audition process is like. I think a lot of people don't understand that before we all got there, there was so much like psychological testing and all kinds of stuff like that, that they knew exactly how all of us would be in that environment. Um, so it's all of that kind of stuff, details, all of that. And then, uh, part two is our actual time while we were there. Um, and you basically get to live it with me. Um, so I don't tell any details before I know them. Um, you really get to follow me through it and go through it with me, which is fun because, um, you'll figure out that I'm a big freaking crybaby. Um, which I'm, <laughs> no I'm, way. <laughs> no. 
I'm I'm really thankful that they didn't show it on the show, but I <laughs> oh goodness. no, dude, you were stone you were stone cold the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I For better or worse. <laughs> I know, honestly, that's the that's what they want you to believe. But yeah, um, and then part three goes into what it was like to actually see ourselves back on TV and how they edited the show and what was wow. different from reality. Um, and then also kind of what the past 13 years of people sending me hate mail on the internet has been like, which is, oh, no. oh God. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a whole thing, but honestly, like I have so many mixed feelings about the whole experience and I think mm-hmm. it captures that really well. Um, yeah. it's such a weird experience. I feel like. You know, it's so funny because when a lot of us went to high school, there's all that like, oh, I'm trying to find where I fit in and who I relate to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, do you know who relates to this? Like, freaking nobody. Nobody <laughs> relates to this. No one's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that time I was stranded out in the desert and there was a food fight, so we didn't get to eat breakfast. And they're like, <laughs> what? Uh, well, that's the like, thing, I sound right? Like, the- I sound like their grandparents being like, back in my day. <laughs> It's like you came back from war. (laughs) Hollowed out eyes. Man, you don't. They made us jump in the beans. I'm sure I don't. Oh, don't you dare trigger me with the beans! Oh my gosh, that was the worst one. The beans are one of the biggest themes on our podcast. I would say honestly, (laughs) that 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 episode. Yeah, is incredible. Well, we heard it was it was particularly traumatic for Mallory. Yes. Yes. So I don't know who told you about that. Um, Laurel. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Um, So Laurel and I are buddies. Um, But yeah, that that showdown sucked for a multitude of reasons. First of all, um, live pigs walking around in beans, crapping in them, and then you have to like dig your hand into that was just horrific. Um, I literally haven't touched baked beans since. The smell alone makes me gag. And it's been 13 years, and I can't even go to a freaking cookout and not get triggered. You know what? You know what? That's fair. That's valid. (laughs) You don't come back from that, you know? No. Um, But yeah, Mallory Mallory actually got kicked in the head during that showdown on accident when somebody else was getting out, um, and she was also getting out. She was right behind them. They didn't see her. They basically kicked her in the face. Um, oh. And yeah, oh, what, right. And she's tiny. You know, she's, yeah. she's so tiny. small. Qu- and flying. So, and imagine it was Greg. <laughs> it wasn't Greg. Oh, really? <laughs> no, it wasn't Greg. Um, and it was a total accident. Um, but they, the producers pulled Mallory out of the showdown. And um, I kept asking them, like, where did you take her? Like, it kind of looked like she was a little, she just got kicked in the face. Like, I'm supposed to be responsible for her. Where did you take her? Like, what is going oh, on God, right yeah. now? And they were like, shh, pretend it didn't happen. Just keep going. Keep going. Jesus. Like, we're going to keep That's rolling. Just- like, they just kept rolling through it. And they acted like I was supposed to not wonder where they just took my eight-year-old sister who just got, like, <laughs> kicked in the face. I'm like, seriously? Um, so if you look at that, that, um, that episode, they don't show me a lot during that showdown because the entire rest of the time I kept bugging them, like, where is she? Where did you take her? Oh, yeah. Is she okay? Like, what's going on? That's like, scary. you gotta tell me. Exactly. I was terrified. That's nuts. Um, so, yeah. But she she ended up obviously being fine. So, you know, we're good. But, yeah, yeah it was a little crazy. What, what a goddamn mess. It must have been scary for her, too. Because it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, where's my only connection back to my regular life? Where is she? 
Right, you know? right. You, you didn't and, even uh, have to go with her. Yeah, I mean, that I'd be soaked to like get a Band-Aid. <laughs> after, after Honestly, they uh, pioneer first aid. I was yeah. a teeny tiny bit jealous of her, not for the getting kicked in the face part, obviously, but mm-hmm. because they let her go to the showers first after that, and they let her shower for longer than five minutes, which is all we got to shower every three days was five minutes. Oh, oh my, my god! god. Interesting. It's like holes. It, yeah. like, <laughs> it is like holes. <laughs> Honestly, when that when I first saw that movie, that's exactly what I thought. I was like. Oh my gosh, I've kind of done this already. <laughs> it's a child's prison, and I oh thought I was God. there. And Shia kind of looks like Guylin, so it, it makes a lot of sense. Oh my gosh. You know, swimming in beans, it builds character. Oh my gosh. So we have to ask about your constant beef with Anjay. Yeah. We've heard from many insiders that it wasn't actually a beef. It was just kind of portrayed that way on the show. Was it actually a beef or were y'all tight? Yeah. So it's so funny because, um, you know, at the time when I first met him, he and I did not get along. Um, We did Mm -hmm. not like each other at first. And I think part of that was because um, back home, he was a nerdy kid who got picked on. And so was I. And I think both of us for a minute there kind of felt that like, okay, which one of us is going to be the dork here? Um, mm. And I think Gotta neither of us stereotype. wanted it to be us. Um, yeah. wow. So there was a first. little bit of tension yeah. just because of that, um, which uh-huh. is hilarious and obviously not shown. Um, yeah. and, and how do you put that into words anyway, you know? Yeah. But, um, sure. <laughs> you know, like which one of us is the bigger dweeb? Like which one of us yeah, is going to get picked on more? We're both yeah. going to get picked on, but which one is the bigger target? Um, <laughs> so that was part of it. But, you know, it, the show definitely dramatized a lot of it and then yeah. um, t- took things out of context and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Um, mm. it, it always cracks me up because, you know, you see us on the show knowing each other for 40 days, but he and I have been friends for most of our lives now. Like we've been friends for the last 13 years. Like we talk oh, that's every awesome. week. That's amazing. Um, and oh, nice. so it cracks us up that like everybody knows us as these people who hate each other. And I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm like, we're good enough friends that I have like the ugly screenshots of him over FaceTime. And you know, that's a level of friendship. <laughs> I'm I really, that. I'm Absolutely. happy with where we've gotten. I'm happy with we it. We actually, That's so wonderful. we talked about this with Laurel and we, we tried to make it happen where we tried to actually organize it to where this interview was going to be the both of you without <laughs> either of you knowing. That's So hilarious. you just show up and be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but didn't work out. Uh, yeah. So you mentioned that, you know, you got a ton of hate mail. Was yeah. the, the beef or the, purported beef with Anjay, the like genesis of a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of times Who what, was Team Anjay? A lot of times <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry, I'm <laughs> right here. We love yeah. Anjay. Oh yeah. Um it's so yeah, I get a lot of stuff about Anjay. Um and I get a lot of stuff that I find wildly ironic. Like people will send me like these long rambling messages or send me like 10 DMS in a row and then follow it with like, be a better person. You're a terrible person. And I'm like, you not see the irony in what's happening here. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm not the one randomly berating people. I don't know on the internet. Like yeah. I'm just saying one of us is doing that here and one of us isn't. So that's crazy. Really? It's is. weird. It's weird who relates to who on the show because like yeah. you'll you'll see tweets that are like because we're 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 big fans of like you Sophia uh, Pharaoh 
or kind of our, our fan favorites. And then we'll see tweets that are like, uh, what's your face? Um, chicken girl. Emily. Drawing a Emily. 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 It's like, oh, Queen Emily. And I'm like, Queen, Queen, Queen Emily. Emily. Are we on the same show? Everyone's favorites are so weird. I was just shocked that you got any hate mail at all. Because I was like, if Olivia gets hate mail, how much hate mail does, did Taylor get? Or Devad? Or yeah. like, yeah. oh my God. That's actually That's... a good question. So Taylor um, got... Taylor started getting, at the time when she was 10, started getting hate mail sent to their home address. That's um, unbelievable. Like, people were threatening to kill her at 10. Jeez. And that's I'm like, absolutely that's insane. crazy. Like, it doesn't matter what kind of kid you were. No literal exactly. child deserves to get death threats. That's no. crazy. Um, so, yeah, that, that kind of stuff has definitely happened over the years. And I'm sure, like, if you guys have reached out to Taylor at all, she doesn't really do any interviews or anything related to the show. Mm. And I think part of it is just because a lot of it is associated with painful memories for her because of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't Um, blame her. You know, because for a lot of us, that period of time, that, like, you know, growing up period of time really defines who you're going to be as an adult. And to have people tell you that you are, like, the worst human being during all of that period of time is kind of tough to overcome. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just completely insane because it's like, yeah, she was a brat on the show, but she was 10 years old. Like, what do you, and and (laughs) what is wrong with people that they're using their free time to actually legitimately threaten a child in the mail? It's just, it's just, it's just absolutely insane. It's one thing to be like, this kid sucks. And the one thing to like send letter to their house. Yeah, that's, (laughs) you have a problem if you do that. We, we say everyone sucks in the show. So just, you know, we've, we've threatened a lot of children. Not to them, though. Yeah. Poor <laughs> <Or> vague. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. One more question about Anjay. Yeah. We got to know. Were you there when Greg threw him out a window? No. I was not. <laughs> oh, man. I, honestly, I have a little bit of, like, a little bit of post-FOMO about it because... <laughs> And I didn't even know it happened at the time. I really didn't. And I'm like, oh my God. It's crazy because you don't know like the amount of times that the producers had to keep Greg from punching Andre in the face was infinite. Oh my God. Many times. And so the fact that this conflict came to a point and I was not there to see it, I'm like, obviously, I don't wish harm on Andre, but (laughs) somebody got thrown out a window. I I would like to see it. Yeah. Somebody had to have got it on film. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, but like the producers, the producers crack me up because the the stuff that they didn't include for like you know not having people think that they were going too far with this. I'm like, okay, yeah, but you still all let, let that happen. You still, yeah, it still happens. watching that happen. Yeah, <laughs> you oh watched as Jared destroyed a small business. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That um, was honestly such a big conflict at the time. That was one of the ones that did not get dramatized. Him and Devad had it out for each other. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Jared, sure. though. I was going to say, you ever eat one of Devad's potatoes? <laughs> yeah. Um, they don't show you guys. She had a freaking thriving business. She at, she at one point was making so much money from selling these homemade potato chips that she was making that she hired delivery boys. What? <laughs> so some of the younger boys were going around delivering her food to people and we'd have oh to tip God. them 
<laughs> oh my gosh. They How big was the town? <laughs> and I, now I sit here and I'm like, did Javad invent Uber Eats? Like, yes. <laughs> a dash. Javad dash. <laughs> Michael. Oh my god. Oh, that's so good. I'm so mad there was no Devad payout because after the whole gold star debate, every episode ended with her in like a dark room being like, next week I'll get my comeuppance. And then like it never, and she, they never saw her again. I, yeah. I was expecting like, like a villain origin story to happen from yeah. that, but she never came back. I was so sad. Yeah. I wanted her at the end to show up. Honestly, I think it was because for the last like 10 days or so, she was just making potatoes the whole time. <laughs> Like, how much content can we make out of this? She, she, right, found, right. Her jo- she found her her calling. <laughs> she did settled into that niche. Jeez, yeah. Oh my gosh. So you you brought up Greg uh, earlier. What was it like? You know, having living in the same you know team as him. Because I mean, he's fairly aggressive. As I guess is what we'll say. Right. <laughs> I can give you like a one word answer to that and then a longer answer. So the one word answer to that is uh, train wreck. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was a train wreck. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, he, I think a lot of us on the blue district especially felt conflicted about him because he has all these random skills that are so useful. Like he's butchered an animal before and he's done plumbing before. And like, where did this kid come from? Like, how does he know all of this? Why does he know all of the pioneer traits already? Like how does he figure this out? But at the same time, he's like aggressive and curses at children and like, yeah. screams at everybody and pushes people out windows you know it's like there's this doesn't balance out here like <laughs> you can you can p- do some pipe work but like you're kind of crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean i mean mallory was hiding under a bed <laughs> I rem- yeah yeah he scared her on multiple occasions and i was not pleased with him um, I think the only time that you ever see he and I directly interact is during the election episode when the producers made me go and talk to him about voting for me, which I knew he wasn't going to vote for me because um, he could walk all over Andre and he wasn't going to do that to me. And I think he knew that. Um, yeah. So I think that was part of that. But that scene, when you have the context for it, has so much tension in it. Like we mm. hated each other. Like oh my God. did not like each other at all because – he was somebody who just wanted to do whatever he wanted to do. And he was mm-hmm. kind of like, there are no parents here. So I'm going to do what literally whatever I want. Um, and it was yeah. so obvious that like, <sighs> yeah, that there was a lot going on with him. Um, mm-hmm. But it, you know, my whole thing was before we left, my parents were like, Olivia, you need to protect your sister. Like she's so mm-hmm. little, she's the youngest one. Like we're trusting you. And so he, to me, was my, like, it's so funny to me that everyone thinks Andre was my antagonist because to me it was Greg um, Mm. because he was the one who was in direct opposition to the thing that I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. He was a threat, you know? Correct. Yeah, totally. Correct. If he was, if he was your actual antagonist on the show, who were your real ones? Who were the people that you really like hung out with and really jived with and connected with uh, that we might not have seen on camera? Yeah. So some of them you probably don't know. Um, Gianna was my best friend and 
it makes me so sad that people don't know who she is because she is just like a genuinely wonderful human being. But yeah, Gianna was my best buddy there. Um, I was very sad that they didn't show her very often. And when they do, like she's literally like sitting next to me when I'm saying something, and I'm like, mm. okay, guys, that's rude. She's not a supporting <laughs> yeah, the character. The back of like, every down. crowd shot. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Right. Right. Um, but then, other than Gianna, um, I hung out a lot with. Laurel, Kennedy, Morgan, um, all those girls who were kind of in that same age range, we all hung out together. Um, And I will say, um, all of us kind of had a knack for doing impressions of each other and the other kids and Jonathan. Oh my God. So So good. We would go and do them um, and tell everybody else in the town they weren't invited, like a girl sleepover kind of thing. But like secretly what we were doing the whole time was like, doing impressions of everybody else. Oh, that's so good. That's why they weren't allowed. Like, people thought it was, like, some cool club or something. I'm like, no, we're just all kind of roasting you. (laughs) I love that. We're all just walking around doing Laurel's Boston accent. (laughs) I mean, that's 13-year-old girls, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's this show. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's this show. Doing impressions of kids is... is That's kind of it. Most of what we do here. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So you mentioned it uh, briefly, uh, but we heard that you actually ran for council during the second election, but it didn't actually make it on air. Like, can you tell us more about how (laughs) that all happened? Yes. So buckle the heck up. So So the first election, obviously, you see, but the second election, they announced at that town council meeting and... The room kind of goes silent for a second. Like, they don't show you. There was a very awkward pause in that room as we're all like, wait a minute, we can't talk to each other and strategize about this? Because by then, we knew this whole thing was, like, something that we needed to strategize and figure out. Um, And, you know, there's a pause, and then Jonathan asks who's going to run. And it really felt like, okay, I raised my hand. Sophia raised her hand. So Sophia ran as well. Interesting. Um, And Greg didn't raise his hand until after he had seen me do it. Um, Mm. And Mm. I think that was a direct opposition kind of situation to me. um, Because by then I had um, made friends with Migle and Natasha, who were two of the girls in our district who had voted for Andre the first time because they had been friends with Greg originally. So I think Mm -hmm. he was nervous that they could go either way, um, Mm -hmm. which was fair. I don't think I would have run if I hadn't thought that I could have probably gotten their votes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they cut out that and I just, this is the most petty thing about me, but please forgive me. It's fine. Um, I just want to say in that third, in that second election, Anjay got three votes. No, wait, Anjay got two votes. Mm -hmm. I got three votes. So technically, technically I beat Anjay (laughs) in an election. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Wow. So I just want to say. I beat Andre. <laughs> you so did it. It was probably Alex voting for Andre then. Who was Correct. the your vote, the vote for you besides Mallory and yourself? Uh, Mallory, myself, and Gianna. And okay, Gianna. then the thing that sunk the ship, <sighs> the thing that sunk the ship was that um, there were two factors in play. So number one was that Emily had been traded onto our team by then. And Emily, oh, yeah. everybody knew Emily was in love with Greg. 
She oh, like had really. A, she had like a schoolgirl crush on him. Like it, it was, oh, but she she basically sense. got heart eyes around him. And because she thought he was like tough and rugged and all this stuff. And when you're like 10, that's cool. So apparently. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So Emily's crush on Greg kind of decided our election, which kind of blew for me. Um, (laughs) You know, because that wasn't. Yeah. But um, the other thing that I found out after was that Greg had actually pissed the uh, two older girls in our district, Natasha and Miglay, off. So much so that they knew um, that Greg. <sighs> so the producers bugged whoever was on the council like a ton. They would follow mm-hmm. them around. They woke them up at like four in the morning every day. Like they nagged them. And the girls wow. were so mad at him that they were like, let's make sure that he has the worst time ever these last couple of <laughs> yes. So they told me for him so that the Damn. producers would bug him. <laughs> yeah. And they told me that after. And I was like, you know what? I'm not even mad. I'm yeah. <laughs> yeah, I respect it. Damn. Oh, that's, that's a bombshell. Crazy. Wow. I love that's that. so cool. Wow. Yeah. That is yeah, because I always I always assumed that they le- that they were friends with Greg because they were always together, you know, for I guess for most of the beginning of the show. But obviously something had changed, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I think well, they were teenagers. I think there were some crushes that happened there and then things didn't happen, you, you know, mm-hmm. that whole yeah, thing. Of yeah. Course. Emily it's, threw it all off. Well, it's kind of surprising <laughs> to me that Emily would have a crush on Greg, considering how much she likes chickens and how much yeah. murderer of chickens Greg commits. It's well, complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, apparently it is very complicated. I would also just like to point out that Emily ate the chicken. <laughs> yes, she's a hypocrite. Thank oh my you. god, that's she like ate the chicken. My so... biggest complaint. <laughs> yeah. God. In that episode, she's like, she, she stands up for them for like five minutes, and then it's just like, right. okay, whatever. <laughs> right, right. For a Go minute there, you it. kind of were like, you know what? Even if I don't agree with you, I respect that you're like standing up for something. Like, good for you, you know? Yeah. Good for you. And then she eats the chicken, and you're like, come on, really? Yeah. <laughs> but it so, was the ugly yeah. chickens, so it's fine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my God. Aww. So you guys, you guys got food every three days, according to Laurel. Uh, I hope that's not pulling the pulling the curtain back too far. The <laughs> um, um, so we, yeah, oh yeah, there was a showdown every three days, and what happened was, so they got us lunch every day. I don't know if you guys. Oh. Know that. <laughs> um, so, I think it was every day. So yeah, they gave us lunch every day. They gave us dinner on showdown nights because oh, basically wow. the okay. showdowns would take so long that by the time we got back, it was dark outside and it would have taken us hours and hours to cook another meal. So yeah, at the beginning, they weren't going to do that. They were really going to make us cook everything. And the first like two or three days they did. And the problem with that was the, um, first of all, it was so cold that it took hours to make anything hours on that wood burning stove um Mm -hmm. and then they kind of figured out that like if we spent the entire time cooking it wouldn't really be an interesting show yeah (laughs) (laughs) great yeah yeah yeah. well and we all uh, we weren't like whenever we cooked it wasn't enough food like it just wasn't and so we'd always run out somebody wouldn't get food and you know if you've ever been through a period of time where you don't eat for like a day or two it's it sucks, especially yeah. if you're going through like some hard manual labor like we were. 
Um, And so we were so tired and sluggish for the first like three or four days that if you look at the first episode, they barely show the kids at all. It's almost all shots of us on the bus and then shots of Jonathan because we are all so tired and hungry that we just could barely function. Like we literally just sat around. Wow. Oh my God. So that's why they started us after that. (laughs) my tendons my tendons he had the most specific injuries of all time (laughs) it wasn't like like Anjay whose bones were still forming (laughs) (laughs) I feel like every interview we do we're just going to find out that you got more and more food so Laura was like yeah we got food every three days you're like actually we got lunch every day and we're going to talk to Anjay and he's going to be like yeah we there ate five McDonald's. meals a day, second <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> no, 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 no. We got literally we got like a sandwich and a bag of chips for lunch. Mm. And oh, wow. um, showdown nights, they would be like, sandwiches again. Because they basically didn't want to feed us so much that we were gaining weight. Uh-huh. Um, so mm, there was a delicate little. balance there. <laughs> we got to make, the, right. make these kids look like they're starving out on the front. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And oh any more, gosh. any more like cool behind the scenes stuff that uh, Laurel might have also lied to us about that you? <laughs> right there? Oh, yeah, when we get our second interview with her, we are gonna have some words. That's Laurel, you are on blast now officially. <laughs> we we oh, chat with her regularly. Guys. We are absolutely gonna give her crap about this. Um, That's hilarious. She um, she'd respect us for it. Yeah, she would. She would. She mm-hmm. takes it as well as she gives it. She's great. Oh um, yeah. Has anybody told you about the black market yet? No. No. Yeah, so it's so funny to me that, like, a society of kids ended up making things that are, like, very adult. Um, So we actually had a black market. Um, So, you know, we did get lunch every day, but we still, honestly, calorically, were probably not eating enough. Um, And, I mean, you've seen our breakfast. A handful of potatoes just ain't gonna cut it. Um, (laughs) So... What would happen is um, those interviews where you see us like just one kid and you see them like kind of talking and, you know, their little name shows up in their age yeah. or whatever. Um, in those, they were actually driving you um, a couple minutes outside of Bonanza to like basically a, a set looking place that had a couple mm-hmm. different places you could sit. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was quiet, basically, so yeah. that they could mm-hmm. get the sound so- right. Yeah, too noisy in the desert. Um, (laughs) (laughs) kids. So when you were at one of those, only certain people would get to go on those. Um, Mm -hmm. Basically, it was whoever they wanted to hear from. Um, Mm -hmm. So the kids that are shown a lot got to go to interviews a lot. And what would happen was when you went to one of those interviews, there was a craft food truck. And they would let you have whatever you wanted off the food truck, especially if your interview went well. Um, so it was a little bit of a, we'll bribe you with more food for information kind of situation. Nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Right, right. I'm like, there's nothing ethically wrong with that. This is all completely normal. Um, (laughs) but what happened was people like, um, Laurel or Greg or, you know, any, any of us who are shown a lot got to Mm -hmm. go quite a bit. Um, and so there would come a time when you'd be like, crap, I'm not even really hungry right now. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what we would do is we would smuggle like little mini bags of Cheetos or Easy Mac or whatever out of the craft food (laughs) truck, hide it in our jackets, bring it back into town, 
and sell it to Markel, who was one of the kids, and he would <laughs> go and sell it. He would sell it to all the other kids for a profit, and he would like oh, make money man. off of it. It was the mar- it was the black market, and I it's the cabby jacket. Honestly, I felt yeah. like I was not near. I, I clearly was still a loser because I didn't even figure that out until like day thirty five. I'm like, are you kidding Whoa. me? I could have been getting this stuff the whole time. <laughs> Because, like, there are some periods of days where you don't get an interview and you're kind of feeling it. Like, come on, guys. Share <laughs> oh the love. Um, but Migle told me about it because Migle, literally one day, I was talking with her, and she just whips out a cup of Easy Mac. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> I thought we were supposed to be, like, roughing it, and here you are, freaking Easy Mac. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So there Damn. was a black market. Um, for a bunch of kids, we ran some hilariously adult uh, systems there. That's amazing. That, <laughs> yeah. Between that and the and the Bonanza Bombs. Yes. Okay, yeah. Was it, like, honestly, <laughs> so that's part of that is in my book. And Greg actually mm-hmm. taught everybody that, unsurprisingly. And, yeah, um, shocking. Makes sense. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I felt like that was the best bit of like characterization I could have given Greg. Like, Mm-hmm. Without saying anything directly about him, I'm like, this kid knew how to do Jaeger bombs and talk that to children. Like, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying this is the information I'm given. Yep. Here yeah. it is. Make whatever Make, conclusion yeah. you will. Yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah, definitely. Um, so about the about the the Easy Mac um, on Survivor. <laughs> Going back to the Easy Mac real quick. What is that? No. Uh, on Survivor, you get to bring like one luxury item or whatever. Did you guys get to like, what was your guys packing list? Like, I, I feel like we might have talked about this a little bit before, but like you guys didn't have toothbrushes. Correct. But so you had like, but Markel is a full leather suit. So like, what was the packing <laughs> list? <laughs> oh. oh, wow. That's like, how, not how, even that how far was, off. <laughs> how is the leather driver's cap okay but not a toothbrush like yeah. what was the requirements there so first of all mark hill let's be honest this kid had the fashion in bonanza on lock oh like, yeah this oh, kid yeah. was it and he kid like we amazing. all thought of him that way too we were like wow you're an icon like i'm out here i look like i've been like stranded in the wilderness my whole life and you like <laughs> look like you were freshly showered and clean shaven how's that possible oh yeah um, the, fit, the, the, fit, like, the fit game was ridiculous Right, right. I'm like, what the heck, man? We all look like crap. Could you just like tone it down a little bit? Um, Gosh, I'm sorry. I completely like got off train there. Easy, Mm. man. Oh, no. What were you (laughs) in? Packing list. Yeah. Packing list. Yeah. Yeah, So um, they, so you have to understand a couple things to understand the packing list. So they told our parents that this was going to be like summer camp. That there mm-hmm. were going to be no villains, that it was going to be like just a fun little summer camp kind of thing, and that we would be provided for, and that there would be a doctor there, that we'd have everything we needed, um, which mm-hmm. obviously Oof. was a lie. <laughs> um, yeah, big lie, huh? That was a pretty big lie. Cool. That CBS. was not like any summer camp I've been to, and <laughs> no. if so, the summer camp would have gotten sued. What do you mean? Bad. They they kill chickens um, in summer camp all the time. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So the packing list. Um, was pretty sparse because of that because they basically told us like we'll give you what you need like 
you know, just pack three outfits, um, you know, like a hairbrush, some basic stuff like that. Don't pack a toothbrush, you know, that kind of stuff. But oh. we assumed like, okay, they've said we'll have what we need. So that'll be provided, right? Like, Jeez. that's what you would think. Yeah. Um, and they were like, you know, we'll get kind of dirty. So wear clothes you can get dirty. In. And we're thinking like, okay, they're just like looking out for us, wanting us to have like mm. stuff to be clean with. So they're going to yeah. keep it clean for us. That's awesome. Um, and then that didn't happen. And I was like, dude, what the heck? <laughs> so that was a lie. Like, why didn't we won. get toothbrushes? Like, who was entertained by the fact that we did not get toothbrushes? I'm confused, CBS. Who was yes. entertained by that? Yeah. Why do ten doctors hate this show? <laughs> <laughs> right. I was like, what the heck, guys? But we did actually, we were allowed to have one item, like one non-essential item from home is what they called it. Okay, okay. So um, I had, so my mom was kind of sneaky about it. A lot of kids took a picture of their families with them, and that's what they had. Um, yeah. My mom was sneaky sneak and very smart. So what my mom did was she, so I love to read, and she let me have a book. And then the bookmark was a picture of my family. And I'm like, oh, yes, gaming the system. Yes. If it's tucked in there, they're never going to see it. Because they actually did check our bags before we left. And oh they God. also checked them as soon as we got there as well to make sure that we didn't have any contraband, basically. And nice. um, oh I know God. that. I know that, like, Natasha and some of the older girls got in trouble for trying to bring makeup. Um, oh. And they like took it away from them and stuff like that. So yeah, <laughs> they must have just been like, "Oh, girls, you're not gonna need that here." <laughs> they were like, "Right, okay." You, you tried to bring tampons. <laughs> they didn't have tampons in pioneer time. Get out okay. of here. I'm like, I won't like. That's interesting though that you say that because we actually weren't allowed to have that kind of stuff. No, we weren't. And so that's insane. What you would what you would have to do is if you. If it was your time, if you were on your period, you would have to go to a producer and be like, I need I need the supplies to be able to deal with this. And they would That's give mortifying. you they would give you whatever, but um, Oh my god. You know, it was honestly it was kind of humiliating. It was a little dehumanizing to be like yeah, no kidding. That's like a really basic need, guys. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I don't, exactly. I, I, don't, I don't see what the point is for like Right, why would we letting not someone have take those. that? Yeah, exactly. yeah. It doesn't make it's any sense. It's not like they're fun. It's not like we're going to like <laughs> yeah. It's not like we're going to like twirl our tampons around and be like, "Wow, this is a great time." Yeah, this is easy. <laughs> Anybody could do this because I have tampons. Right. Who needs right. the arcade? Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah, so it was silliness. It was just silliness. And honestly, like I was 13. I had like just gotten my period earlier that year. I was mortified. Like I was oh, so embarrassed by that. I mean, I was just like, guys, come on. Like I'm 13. This is still really embarrassing for me. Yeah, and y'all were out there long enough for every girl to have it at least once. Yeah, too. like that is those of us the, who had reached that point in yeah, totally, exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. So you just gotta. Oh. There shouldn't have been any reason why you needed to ask Jonathan for a hookup. (laughs) Jonathan, you got the stuff I need? Right. (laughs) Jonathan, I hate to interrupt you about the gold star, but... (laughs) (laughs) We have a problem, literally. It's it's it. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real with you. It's hard to transition from this topic to another one. I'm just gonna do it. Uh, <laughs> I know. I bet you didn't think you were gonna be talking about tampons, did you? No. Yeah. No. And and honestly, thanks for talking to four white guys. About it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it could have at least been a reward. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no! no. Oh, 
no. You know that all male council would not have picked that reward. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh no. <laughs> no, no, no. Y- y'all would have gotten the holy books again. Um... <laughs> Bibles too. <laughs> like, listen, the holy books say that during this time, you have to go outside the camp because you're unclean. So, oh god! All right, all right, okay. all right, all right. All right. We, need to pivot. we need to pivot right now. <laughs> so, do you still keep up with any of the pioneers outside the show? <laughs> and Michael's off the show now. So. I'm sorry, I'm crying. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. This is the first interview I've ever cried during. Yeah, do we, remember how we told you, remember how you asked us to describe like what we'd be talking about? And we were like, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be have casual. Done it if we would have told you. I feel, I feel like that's a, that's a pretty good description. Um, <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I, <laughs> Okay, I do still talk to people. I'm sorry, I'm trying to calm down. <laughs> it's, it's fine, it's fine. At the very least, I would have hoped that you still talked with Mallory after the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, she and I are estranged now. <laughs> No, um, yeah, I obviously still talk to Mallory. Um, let's be honest, during quarantine, it was probably a little more than either of us wanted. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I still talk to uh, Andre. Like, I mean, like I said, I talk to him all the time now, and I like, I don't remember when exactly that happened, but at some point during like adolescence after the show, we were like, man, I had this weird thing that nobody can relate to being hated on a reality TV show. Yeah. And we kind of turned to each other and we were like, it's like that Spider-Man meme where they're both pointing at each other. Like, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, okay. Like I get yeah. you, man. I feel you on that. Yeah. Um, so that, that's kind of funny. Um, I talked to, I've talked to a couple people, um, recently I've talked to Laurel, Kennedy, um, obviously Gianna. I say obviously, like, you know who that is. I'm sorry. You don't. It's a shame. <laughs> it's a sh- it's a, it really is a shame. She's a hey, gem. We know, who she, we know who she is, but. I know who she is. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you know what? She's in the book a bunch. So like, you want to know Good. Gianna? She is all in there. Um, she's hilarious. She got more though, screen time than Madison. That's true. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Maddie. Yeah. So she goes by Maddie. Um, Maddie yeah. was interesting Wouldn't because know. it's okay. Um, <laughs> she, she and I, um, she, I and Maggie, the girl with like the crazy colored hair, um, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. pulled a wagon together that very first day. Um, and I got to tell you, man, there's nothing that bonds you quite like that. <laughs> Five miles uphill. Like yep. that was, that was some brutal stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I still keep in contact with people and it's, it's funny. Obviously we all like follow each other on Instagram and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's fun to see where everybody's at. Although I will say like a couple of the kids have gotten really, really private about their lives since after the show. Um, I think everybody knows that like Jared has gotten very private about his life, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, a couple dead. of the kids, <laughs> oh my gosh, stop. <laughs> literally the other day. Literally the other day, who was it? I was talking to one of the other people who was on Kid Nation, and they were like, honestly, I talked to Jared the other day, and he just told me to tell everybody that he's not dead. 
Like he had heard the rumor that he was dead, and he was like, "Guys, seriously, I'm not dead." Um, No, but that's so funny because we heard that he loved people thinking that he was dead. Well, maybe like, like I think the I think what you're saying is like other people on the show. He doesn't want to think that he's dead, but like if the general public thinks he's dead, that's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny though, because yeah, there are some people like that who really kind of disappeared after, and I think it was because like we had like so no privacy. Like I don't yeah. think we all understand. They would wait outside the outhouse for you with a camera. Uh, like they'd follow you there, uh, and they'd wait outside, and then you'd come out, and I'm like, dude, did you time that or anything? Like this is super embarrassing. Please oh, stop. God. They this even did that weird. for Layla's mom. yeah yeah so you see that shot of them they did that to all of us all the time they had that one shot like it was something special i'm like are you kidding me there was at least one camera outside the outhouses almost all the time it was so weird jesus that's horrifying see this is why it was super easy to roast all the producers in the comedy because they gave me a lot of material oh yeah (laughs) for sure. sure oh my god uh, we haven't talked much about Jared this interview, which is weird. Because we, <laughs> we normally, talk about Jared like, a lot, yeah. Episode yeah. one, we were like, "All right, we got to talk about this kid." Uh, are there any? Were there any good Jared moments that you know of that didn't make it? Because I, I feel like there was just somebody taping Jared at all times, mm. and that just everything made it into the show. But honestly, a lot of his stuff did make it into the show. Um, he, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, now I will say the like bonanza necklace thing and the pickles on a stick, all of those little ideas, like he was, he always had um, little ideas for like businesses and stuff like that. He was, um, you know, a little entrepreneurial kid. Yeah. (laughs) He was going to create time Um, travel. So yeah, Yeah, (laughs) teleportation. Oh, that's what it was. There was a rumor floating around town for a while that Jared, um, if he won a gold star, would use it to make like a time travel machine, would like melt the gold down and make a time travel machine or something like that. Um, which like, that's rumors that go around in a kid only city. Like that's it. I love that's that. It. That's amazing. The it week happen. that it was Jared versus Alex, they were like, well, Alex is probably going to be a doctor, but Jared might make us all teleport. So what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Do we go with the safe bet or the we could possibly teleport if we fund this? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that was really the thought. Like, that was it. <laughs> oh my God. Was it Devad who said that she like needed the money for medical school? Yes. Might yeah. It's like, cool, you're 12. So <laughs> <laughs> it always cracks me up now, like looking back at the kids who are like, oh, yeah, this is going to let me go to college. I'm like. Would twenty grand have really bought you college tuition <laughs> in two thousand seven? Buy me that time machine, man! I would yeah. love to go to college for all four oh my years God. for twenty grand. Yep, Are you kidding me? It. Yeah, that's ins- oh. that's that's cool. This will pay for half of this will pay for one semester at my school. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. exactly, exactly. Yeah, I went. I went in state. It was pretty nice. Uh, it must well, have been really cool. You will. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> it must have been great though when Mallory won. I mean, obviously, you looked overjoyed. When she got yeah. that star. Yeah, um, that was that was such a sweet moment. You know, it's so funny because I think as young as Mallory was, she had no concept whatsoever of what $20,000 was. Yeah. Like, just none. <laughs> she was like, okay, cool. I'm going to get an iPod. Like, literally. She was like, I'm going to get an iPod. <laughs> oh, my God. So she had... She, it was just honestly, it was like the most pure thing. It was like, bless you. Like, you were just yeah. the cutest little thing. 
Um, <laughs> she was honestly really more excited about the phone call home because she and I had talked about going home because the first couple days there were brutal. Um, yeah. They were so bad that at one point it got below freezing um, while oh, we were geez. there. And we obviously had no like central heat or air or anything like that in these buildings. And they've got like holes in all the walls and the floors and everything. So the yeah. air just comes right in. Um, for the cameras. And yeah, exactly. For the cameras. <laughs> and they like put space heaters in our rooms at the beginning to mm. basically keep us from, you know, freezing. Um, dying, <laughs> dying. <laughs> Low key. That's um, bad content. So again, that's why they have no footage of us like hanging out those first couple days, except for that very, very first day when we get there on the bus, um, because we're all sitting around a space heater. Like we're yeah. all sitting around one space heater. You know? <laughs> like, oh my god! <sighs> it's like they they realized when they fir- when they in those first couple days they were like, oh. This isn't gonna work. These kids yeah, are gonna I die. Don't, <laughs> like, I don't think they understood what, what they were getting into. I yeah. really don't. When you when the show first aired, did you get recognized in public a lot? Like, was this a big deal in your hometown? <laughs> yeah. So, um, for anybody who doesn't know, I'm from Indiana, and um, there are exactly like two famous people from Indiana, and it's like that Orville Redenbacher popcorn guy and um, <laughs> the Jackson Five, and that's it. Um, and, Mike and let's Pence. be honest. Let's, <laughs> and Mike Pence, right? And like, let's be honest. Out of those three, we really only want to claim one of them. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> the um, man. Right, exactly. The popcorn guy, because like, the there's some sketchy stuff happening with both the others. So, um, <laughs> Jermaine yeah. Jackson. So nothing happens in Indiana, and there's nobody here who's even remotely famous. So, like, honestly, if somebody's dog farts in the right way and it gets auto tuned, people that person is famous in Indiana. <laughs> So, yes, we got that is such an Indiana phrase. Oh my god, <laughs> really specific, Olivia. <laughs> Sorry, you know what I mean, though. No, it's happened twice, nothing happened here. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, you do the smallest thing and you get famous and uh, famous uh, in quotes. Um, so yeah, we got recognized pretty, pretty regularly until you know, I really hit puberty, dyed my hair, wore makeup, and, like, tried to become as unrecognizable as humanly possible. Well, I just wanted to touch on your book one more time because one thing that I thought was super interesting that you're including is that third segment um, is, you know, life after the show. Yeah, Uh, I think this is going to be a weird statement, but I think that me and your dad would get along. I'm a huge Survivor fan. Uh, (laughs) I haven't haven't submitted a tape or anything like that, but I follow a a lot of reality TV. Um, and that's something that's been brought up a lot recently is the post show just experience. You know, I've heard of people just like can't function and literally have to go and and get help and and stuff like that. And, and of course do what you need to do, but it's crazy how being on a show like this changes your life in that way. And, and you've talked a little bit about it, about how like, you can't you couldn't connect with anyone in high school or or anything like that and really develop that relationship with Anjay because um, you guys were both in the same boat together. Um, that's what makes me really really excited uh, to check check this book out. I'm I'm, I'm super yeah. excited and, and I'm curious where we can. I don't know. I guess this episode is more than likely going to be, be released this Thursday, mm-hmm. um, so a little bit before your book is released. Where can Monday. we where where could we pre order it? And um, where can, uh... oh, sorry, next Thursday. So it'll already be out. Where can we buy your book? 
So um, my book right now is going to be exclusively on Amazon. Um, so there'll be a paperback version and a Kindle version, just kind of depending on what your preference is. Um, so yeah, they're on Amazon, ready to go. Um, I'm excited for everybody to read it, but also mildly terrified because, you know, everybody's going to know way too much information about me from this. So uh, I, <laughs> I thoroughly embarrass myself throughout the entire book. So uh, ha have fun with that. Um, yeah, it's interesting though. That third part, um, I think really kind of rounds it out because you get to see how it really impacted our lives. Um, I think there are things that people don't realize come from mm -hmm. these kind of shows. Um, you know, and it's not just about people's reactions to it. Um, some of us had, um, well, I won't ruin anything, but some of us had some interesting psychological reactions after the show, um, mm -hmm. just because transitioning into normal life again was weird and difficult even though wow. it only lasted 40 days yeah i didn't even think about that yeah that's such a good point that's really like being out of school not, not just being out of school for that long but do you go back to school when it's over or do you just the whole semester is a wash yeah so mallory did get to go back no mm. she was only in third grade so i mean you know what did you really miss at a month of third grade <laughs> yeah she uh, missed the the secondary colors right, right. <laughs> So she got what to is go green? <laughs> My, I feel like she learned that one pretty well. Red, green, yellow, blue. <laughs> she knew them. She got that one. Um, yeah. No, but my schooling district actually didn't let me come back. But I was in at the time I like I've said, I was a dork and I uh, was in two high school level classes and Whoa. they had me take the tests for those two classes and basically told me like, if you pass the tests, we'll basically count you as passing the eighth grade. Cause they just wanted oh. test scores to. Wow. You know, wow. That's crazy. Did you? A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I like studied a little bit for those. Cause one of them was French and I was like, okay, I better like, you know, learn some French. But You're like, Eagley. <laughs> <laughs> Lithuania. You did like a speed run of eighth grade. You didn't yeah. go to eight. You like missed a semester and still passed. Yeah. Goals. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, I wish I could have done so, that. I'm sorry. I, 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 I finished eighth grade, so I'm basically a bad boy now, right? <laughs> that is true. You oh, and yeah. Greg, like this. No. <laughs> I was in the desert. <laughs> There's your eighth grade for you. <laughs> You don't know right. shit about the real world. <laughs> <laughs> I killed the chicken with my hands. <laughs> we just came out back, like whenever any of us went back into school, we would all just like walk out of rooms and people would be like, where are you going? We're like, we're going to the bathroom. Like I've obviously proven I can survive in the middle of a desert. Yeah. My adults trying to manipulate me. Like, I think I could find the bathroom. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, no one's going to be filming me when I come out of this one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Jesus Christ. Uh, so one thing that we asked Laurel uh, that I, I want to ask you as well is if you were given the chance to re redesign a reboot of Kid Nation, <laughs> what would you do? She looks or like she's just got some ideas. Um, so I have always been under the mindset that there's no way on God's green earth that something like this would ever get greenlit today. Like just so, no right. way. Honestly, oh, yeah. it's crazy that the studio greenlit this as is because it's literally like one giant liability. Um, totally. So 
I work, there are a couple of lawyers at my work. And, you know, whenever I've said anything about this, they're like, and they didn't get sued for this? <laughs> well, like, they did. Well, yeah, but they did. <laughs> well, they did. You know? um, yeah. So, honestly, the whole show was a lawsuit waiting to happen. Um, and, you know, ethically questionable at best. Yeah. Um, but entertaining. Gray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, ugh. And I, I feel so bad because I know that, like, so many people, like, like the show. And there's something very honest about the show. There's something very, like, wow, kids are weird. I love that, you know? Yeah, but, yeah, definitely. Um, so there, there's good and bad to it. Um, you know, I always laugh because I'm like, you know, I think the original version of what they pitched the show to us would have probably been great. Um, mm-hmm. if it had been more summer campy and it had basically just been all of those goofy moments that people really love about the show. Right. Um, I think that probably would have been a lot better. And, you know, maybe we would have gotten toothbrushes then. Cause, you know, <laughs> or beds. Could have gone and jumped on the blob at the lake. I did the math, though, and the beds were a conspiracy. They did not want us to win those. They would not have fit in our bunkhouses. Wow. That. We, we thought that. We thought they. there's no way they would have even given them to them. Nope. Amazing. We made some challenges harder so that we wouldn't win them. Yeah. That rock, oh rocks. that rock rocks. That rock where y'all had to carry all those rocks. It's insane. Unwinnable. It was unwinnable. But I feel like there are some adults who couldn't have done what they asked. No, them. definitely like, not. They didn't give you enough rocks. <laughs> yeah, they just didn't. That's the other thing. I don't think there were enough rocks during that one because I'm pretty you got sure most we had of them. almost yeah. all of ours in there. Yeah, everyone yeah. tried really hard. Um, and it was not even close. So Yeah, we call bullshit on that. Yeah. That's why everyone went off Gylan. Poor Gylan. Got a couple of uh, of kind of rapid fire questions here. These are these aren't like these are like the fun ones. Sure. These aren't like you know. Yeah, none of these have been very serious. What, and these not aren't fun. like what's the most traumatic experience? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we know that it's the beans. It's, it's the beans. It's the beans. It's we'll always the there. beans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, what's the worst thing you ate in Bonanza? <laughs> uh, that's, yeah, that's uh, Pioneer Stew. So Ooh. Pioneer Stew was something that Sophia made the night that the chickens were killed. Um, it was supposed to be a way for all of us to be able to eat a little bit of chicken. Basically what she did was put straight up tomato juice and canned corn and the canned corn juice and then little tiny bits of chicken in something and it was basically like chunky vomit it was awesome i'm over here like this girl made us vomit <laughs> literally <laughs> literally <laughs> gonna make a tasty video based on that stew. pioneer stew <laughs> we've talked a lot about a lot of showdowns you didn't like what was your favorite showdown my favorite showdown um I don't think anybody has even asked me that before, which is kind of crazy. We got it. Yeah, exclusive. So many of them were just so like off the wall and weird that you, mm. you kind of look at this like, who thought of this? Like, you guys are, if if nothing, you guys are super creative, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I have some respect for that. Um. Okay, I think my favorite one was toward the end when they, um, when the council goes away and we all have to like build a house and transport it and transport the like alpaca. 
Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> that was I love a that. good moment for us because that's like the only showdown that we did without Greg and Blaine. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of us kind of looked at it as this is this really physical challenge. They would have been really useful for this. We would have kind of let them carry the team during this. Yeah. Um, and it really kind of cool to see like no we can actually do this we got this like we're totally fine um so yeah, that, was, that was a very big moment for young olivia being like maybe i won't pick last in gym this time <laughs> <laughs> colton needed that roof so oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah and alex completely face planted poor oh, kids oh my goodness smart as a whip but so uncoordinated yeah um did your sister ever give you any discounts at the store? <laughs> she no. was shrewd. She was a businesswoman. She, like she did hawk. not take shit from no one. Yeah, she, she did, not. did not. And you know what? She's still that way. Mm. <laughs> Good for her. Good for her. Yeah. Yep. She does not take it from anybody. So. Yeah. But did did you get discounts? Were no, you like? I really didn't. <laughs> not playing around. Yeah, oh, that's funny. <laughs> Mallory ice cold. Yeah, she ice cold. <laughs> you gotta be when you look like the IKEA monkey. <laughs> How dare she? You? It's the, the same jacket. Yeah, same same jacket. Jacket. she doesn't look like a monkey. <laughs> She's wearing the same jacket. IKEA monkey. <laughs> so now that I uh, have it directly insulted your sister uh let me ask you uh, one of our our favorite conspiracy theories for this show is that taylor is actually jonathan's daughter uh what, what, are, you, what are your thoughts on that <laughs> it, it makes the most sense That's great. yeah but why would he be so mean to her though <laughs> is he he's constantly trying to get the best from her you know mm. he's disappointed he's not mad <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then also just one other follow-up question. Uh, what's your favorite kind of bean? <laughs> We've already learned that it's none of them. Not baked. See, this is where I thought I was going to make you cry. Not before. <laughs> we, we penciled it in. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Last one, because we know for a fact that not everyone did. Once y'all got the toothbrush, did you brush your teeth? Yes! What? (laughs) I do know what you're talking about, though. So some of the younger boys went on a challenge to see who could go the longest without bathing or brushing their teeth. Oh, no! Dudes rock. I didn't know that! (laughs) There were a couple like nine and ten year old boys who went the entire time without bathing. Oh my oh god! My god. <laughs> Even for the beans, the, the producers had to basically try to hose them down because they would not bathe, and they were like, "Oh my god!" Oh my god. Beans on you, wipe like, <laughs> it off. Save oh some my for gosh. later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there was a a a, a TikTok. Uh, that a contestant made about uh, Kid Nation. And in it, she says that she didn't brush her teeth the whole time. That- and we were like, what's up? Was that Savannah? Yes. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, come on. At the time, we, we hadn't gotten to the point of the show where you got toothbrushes yet. So we were like, oh, I guess they didn't get toothbrushes. Yeah. And then the we, very we next episode we watched. And I was like, so Savannah just didn't brush her teeth. <laughs> 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 
TikTok is way different now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, she maybe should have left that that little bit of information out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair. Oh jeez. I will say Mallory didn't brush her hair for like a solid thirty days. There, <laughs> as the show goes on, her hair gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> she's hiding things from the store in it yeah she became the town Gretchen Wieners and that she her hair was so big and it was secret, you know yeah <laughs> oh my gosh I couldn't get well, through like one thing without making a Mean Girls reference so well. hey it happens. it's it's art so mm. I, I feel you uh and then uh I guess final one is what was your opinion on the arcade the arcade um we we had quite a bit of fun with that um honestly the arcade was one of the places where i felt like we got to just kind of be kids for a second um that was really nice it was so funny that we self-regulated on that and we yeah you know basically we're like okay you can spend time in the arcade after you do your chores i'm like when did all of us turn into our own moms? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it happens for people way later in life. So. Yes. <laughs> that young is impressive. Um, no, but it was fun. Um, it was fun. I'm 27. If I had an arcade, I would quit my job. <laughs> I would call tomorrow and go, I'm not coming in. Yeah. I have an arcade. I've got to play Gauntlet and Air Hockey. <laughs> I had him with that Dance Man's Revolution. Ooh, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> dance Man. Dance Man. Oh, good old Dance Man. Seven sentence I've ever said. <laughs> I think that's about... All, all the questions we wrote down. Uh, do you have anything else that you want to, you know, put out into the world? Get off your chest. Uh, <laughs> roast anyone. <laughs> we know you're going to plug something. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, you have a single coming out. <laughs> no. Um, I'm not going to. Your Netflix that. comedy special. <laughs> you are not the first person to say that to me. What is really? it? <laughs> the people want more. <laughs> Oh my goodness! It cracks me up that everybody thinks that that's funny because now that is like the watch an adult. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. <laughs> like low level torture. If somebody wants to torture me, this is the way to do it. Um, no, but uh, I'm I'm happy that I got to chat with you guys. Y'all are hilarious. Um, <laughs> well, thanks. shucks. Yeah, thank you. We the interview's been... over. You, you don't have to lie to us anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, this was so fun. It, it really was. Where where can Unless you don't want to share, where where can people find you? Where what do you want to you know put out there? Um, just uh, you know to plug, yeah, Twitter or anything. So yeah, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Um, my book actually has its own Instagram now because I'm one of those. Um, yeah, and that one is a really easy one. That's at Kid Nation Book. Um, so that's easy. Secured. Yeah, <laughs> super easy. Nice. Um, so you can visit that. Um, the book comes out September 2nd. Um, so I'm excited for everybody to read the book. Mildly worried about everybody reading the book and knowing all that information about me, but it should be great. Um, I'm so excited, excited to read the book. Yeah, yeah. I'm blame the author. <laughs> <laughs> all your questions about like the book and everything. Let's all get your hands on it. Um, I'm happy to answer questions mostly on Instagram or Twitter. And my Twitter is at Olivia Clower. So easy enough. My last name is literally the word clover, like four leaf clover without the letter B. So uh, that makes enough. sense. Perfect. Okay. I was confused. Perfect. Thank yes. you. 
Um, cool. Uh, I think our Sweet. listeners know where to find us. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, at Kid Nation Pod on Twitter. Uh, Olivia, thank you so much for joining. Thank you. Thank it you has so been much. An absolute yes. blast. Thank you. This is so, so sick. So, do you still keep up with any of the pioneers outside the show? 